Welcome to Estimates, Estimates, the official show of the census now, because um, I was telling Mavi the other week that I, I was talking to Joe Biden and I said, is there anything I can do to help America? And he said, well, maybe there's one thing. <laughs> when I become president, when I become vice president again through some party machinations, I'm going to need correct estimates. And right now, no one's allowed on the streets, so they can't get those numbers. So, Joey, I need you to give me those sweet, sweet estimates. That's where we I'm are glad, today. I'm glad he's doing something behind the scenes. I mean, I was starting to lose faith that maybe he wasn't showing the leadership qualities that we all need. But one, knowing that he's a strong VP is a great sign. Um, and two, reaching out to you. What, 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 what a good thing to do. Maybe, yeah, I can, he was... maybe I can get excited about this man again. Oh, yeah. You can, you can get really excited about Uncle Joe because he's going to have all the right numbers. See... We go through the official, unofficial methodology of the U.S. Census, and we take apart the numbers behind the numbers. And I've decided, I told, so I told my mentor um, about the th this game, and she's like, so do you give the actual numbers at the end? And I said, well, <laughs> no, it's a joke. And she said, well, maybe you should do that, because that's a... <laughs> a lot more interesting. So going forward, I'm going to find estimates for our various numbers. They might not be right, but they will be numbers. Okay, I think. Hmm. I'm well. You know what? They're probably right, and yet there's a certain quality I like in not never knowing if we're correct. <laughs> well, also, I'm going to try it a different way. We'll see what the fans say. <laughs> Okay. Could Mavi not join us today? Well, I asked Mavi before, and I mean, you know, I think he's I think he's he's hitting the books hard today. He's mm. oh, estimated yeah, that he has to get he has to pass his tests. Oh yeah, that must be hard. Well, I mean, I know it's hard. Working remotely is hard. Anyway, estimates. Estimates. Okay. So Hamilton, we're each gonna do a number today. Um, would you like to start or should I? Well, considering I am thoroughly underprepared, um, <laughs> it's hard I to just be. Thought I, I I join, and then now I've realized maybe there were some things I should have done in preparation. <laughs> okay, Hamilton, give me a location. Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to say Tampa, Florida. Ooh, what made you pick Tampa? Uh, I'm generally just curious about what the death count will be there. Oh. <laughs> you didn't listen to my other podcast, American Trader. Uh, no, unfortunately not yet. I've been meaning to. <laughs> well, you know, I was thinking about re uh, rewriting a bit of that and, and redoing some of the, the sound design. So anyway, the number for Tampa is going to be, what do you think the baby boom in Tampa will be at the end of the coronavirus pandemic? Oh, Okay. What to consider in that case? So, I mean, first, just population. What what number are we dealing with? You uh, tell me. <laughs> what do you think that the <laughs> number of people in Tampa is? Are, are you familiar with the comic book Red Sun? To take a quick yes. tangent. It, 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 it gets back to this. Uh, it, it, it 
sort of shows what Lex Luthor would have been if his enemy would have was Superman was actually a communist and Lex Luthor was the hero. And it tries to characterize him by saying, oh, I've solved inflation for you. I don't actually know any of the numbers, but here's the formula. Just plug it all in and it should work out. Uh, that's what I'm going to try to do with this question. Okay. Uh, so we have N. Okay, no, it's going to be too hard. I'm not Lex Luthor. Let's just say Tampa's like 2 million people. Okay, 2 million okay. people. I that think that... Made American cities. <laughs> I'm going to say Tampa has like 500,000 people tops, but we can agree or disagree. Oh, you're, you, you know what? You're, you know... Yes, I'm going to say 700,000. Okay, <laughs> thanks for standing by your guns a little bit. I'm just just a little bit. No, I mean two million is way too much. Almost no nowhere. <laughs> two million is a lot for Tampa, Florida. I I was thinking it's like a Miami. I was thinking Tampa and Miami are the same thing. I don't even nope. know what Tampa is. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. So seven hundred thousand people. Okay. How many of them are old Jews? That's who a are great no longer question. reproducing. Uh, it's honestly really interesting that you picked Tampa for this question. Yeah, it's it's almost as if I chose something I knew very little about. Um, <laughs> all right, so 700,000 people. How many people would be in the baby-making age? And of course, even for those demographics, the baby-making uh, number per, or average will change. But I, I don't know. People are going to come out of this. They're going to be either single or they're going to be ready to mingle. No, they're going to be ready to mingle or they're going to be already dating someone. And if they're already dating someone, maybe they're already like seeing each other or in the same place, which means the baby boom might well have already begun. Well, so, so. here's what I'm saying, actually, Hamilton. I guess, <laughs> I guess I I can't really decide this. When I thought about a baby boom, I was forecasting when the pandemic really starts to peter out, um, or the worries about it start to peter out. What is the baby boom going to be? Basically. The nine months after that. Oh, after it's all petered out? So, so how many like pregnancies will come to, <laughs> to a full baby during the pandemic? I see. Okay, so during the pandemic, to the time... How many, how many babies will the pandemic... How many full babies will have been made? Yes. Not started, but completed. <laughs> well, you know, it's really... Well, no, no, no. So, so... Oh, well, that's a good question, too. I guess, okay, you know what, Hamilton? I asked you the question, what do you define as a baby boom? Uh, I'm just going to say all uh, inceptions in general, I guess. During the pandemic? Um, I guess inceptions with the intent or the likelihood to actually go through with the whole process. During and I guess just as a direct cause of. Okay. How um, how many for, how many babies does the pandemic cause? Hmm. I think you have to determine the baseline number of births first. Uh, uh-huh. All right. So, in a, in a town of seven hundred thousand people, I'm going to say maybe two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand are in a place to have babies. You mean physically? Yeah, physically, time of their lives, <laughs> ages 20 to 50, you know. Not mentally. Well, I mean, I'm 
I'm, I, my, my grandparents are mentally ready to have another baby. That mean, doesn't mean they're going to do it. Um, okay. So I'm with you so far. 250,000, no, 300,000 people are in a place to have a baby. Not many people are going to do it, but more. They're going to be isolated. They're going to be like either fucking a whole lot more or looking to come out of this with, you know, some sort of reevaluation of life. We can't keep doing this forever. We can't just keep going to Arby's every night like we aren't wasting our lives. Why are they going to Arby's now? <laughs> well, no. Well, well, now they're reflecting on it. Oh, I see. They don't they don't want to just make us a, a burger. They want to make a baby when they come out of this. That's gonna be the message. And then our meats are probably somehow cycling. We have the meats. <laughs> and now so do you. Yeah. Uh, so out of like three hundred thousand people, how many would be making a baby in the first place? Like what what's what's the average? It's interesting. Okay, so I, I would say maybe in a year, out of 700,000 people, I guess 70,000 people would be born. Somewhat less would die um, in general. Like 10%, no, wait, in a year. You think that, that every year there's 10 per, like 10% of the population is babies okay maybe that's very high <laughs> one of every 10 people well, in new well, york city is a baby then there's eight hundred thousand babies in new york every year i don't know I mean, a lot of people are dying every day a lot of people are being born every day i'm just trying to think like what happens yeah, in the average i guess year? so um, we you have to consider that two people make a baby sure sure but they might have twins or whatever Okay, or yeah. For brothers. I guess you have to ask how many twins and triplets and such are being made in Florida versus other states. I know New Jersey is very high. Oh, they have that red uh, tide right now, so I think probably mutations are higher. Um, mm, okay. Okay, so 10% seems <laughs> high. But All right, so let's rate... make some headway. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, let, let's say one out of like 20, one out of 30 child-rearing couples will decide to, to go forward with it on average. One out of your 30, 20 to 50-year-old couple friends will be deciding to have a baby, normally. Does that okay. seem about right, like once a year? Or at least like mushing bits and then a baby comes. Sure. I, I, I mean... I don't know. I don't think I even have 30 groups of friends who are in that situation, but I'm sure if there were 30, I'd, at least one a year would do that. So we're talking. Yeah, I mean, it, I think, it, I, think it, I think I yeah. think it averages out because you have some groups of friends that no one has a baby that year. And sometimes, you know, you have a bunch of like 30 year olds that are all like, well, what do we do next? And then you have a bunch of them making a baby. So, yeah. OK, so one out of 30, there are 300,000 people there. So that's about 10,000 new 10,000 people making, deciding to make a baby. So coming to about six to 7,000 babies out of all of Tampa on an average year. Okay. We got seven. That's it. Only one out of a hundred Tampa will never strive. <laughs> yeah, I think um, maybe we should double that. 
<laughs> you think so? 14,000 births in Tampa? That's too much, even. But Well, I think well, there's a place between between 1% and 10% that sounds right for babies. I mean, it's like okay. inflation. Maybe it's like 3%. Hmm. Inflation. Inflation, yeah. but for babies. I think the American population is still growing. Last I checked. Uh, Narrowly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's say 20,000, give or take, just to add a little bit of uh, padding to your number, which is definitely okay. my number. <laughs> yeah, pad my number a little bit, like, like, a, like a big old diaper. Wow, somebody's getting uh, your biological th- clock, Joey. How's it going? Are you looking for a baby? I'm looking for a oh. diaper. Mm. That's a different mood. Um... 20,000 people on average. Now everyone is going through an existential crisis. They're sleeping together a lot more. They're probably right. going out to sneak, sleep with each other a lot more. Condoms mm-hmm. are in short supply. Resources mm-hmm. are low. Not essential. Uh, babies are kind of safe from the coronavirus, so there must be like some consideration there. I don't think pregnancies are too directly impacted. Um, so, I mean, I mean, still people are going to be concerned, but I guess m- mostly we're talking about like through, not just like when people are like concerned about the future, but afterwards, after they're done being scared, I think that number is going to at least double. Um, I think a lot of people are going to come out of this saying we need to replace the numbers we lost. Interesting. For, to to L- feed like... the, the troops or whatever patriotic thing. Well, Okay. That I, I I don't agree, but I understand. I don't necessarily agree either. Actually, no, you know what? I see a certain subconscious feeling like like um grief copulating. I mean there's that sometimes being around death makes you think about life a little bit more or like making life. And part mm. of me is like when I'm not focusing on like the personal aspects of it and it's just a numbers game. Part of me is like, like just on my Excel board, just trying to make the numbers even out like an accountant. All right. Wanted- so then how, how are we getting to our, our, our baby boom? Is it 20,000 or are you saying it's more than that? I think it's going to be, I'm going to go back to my original number. I'm going to, I'm going to think 70,000 babies. Are gonna Holy be I think the number moly. is gonna, going to quintuple. I think if one out of 30 wow. of your friends were going to have a baby before, that's going to be five out of 30 of your friends now. Wow. Also, they're going to be all very well supplied because of how stocked up everyone is. They're going to be in a, in a place to have a baby. Uh, well, the economy is going to be in terrible shape. Is that a thing to consider? Or are we all just going to say, fuck it? Well, the thing about this economy is that, first of all, we, we really don't know what it's going to be like yet. Um, hmm. I think, I think when the, like the financial crash happened, people are like, "Oh no!" Like we're really, really fucked. People think that now, but they really don't know. Like theoretically, if coronavirus stopped today, the economy could mostly restart, which is different than the financial crisis. I mean, yes, but there also there are other worst case scenarios than that. 
Yeah, um, no, but I'm just saying right now we like like okay, two months in, people are like, oh, I don't have any prospect of getting a job. The economy was really trash. Like there's tons of disease around. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking with my head, should I make this baby? But I um, think. Can I use historical data uh, in in this question, or am I? Are not you looking it up right now? No. Okay. So can can I? If you're not looking it up, then never mind. <laughs> we look it up afterwards. You can tell me what the results are when we're done. But you're locking in seventy thousand. I, I am locking in seventy thousand. I think okay. there's going to be a huge uptick. I am somewhat. I think the input and output of death on an annual basis is is always mind-boggling to me. So I, I, though you talked me down to like 20,000, I secretly still think it's more. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you that I agree with most of your methodology there. Definitely agree with raising the numbers with um, people subconscious, with people, honestly, my thought was people are just going to fuck because they're, they're around and that's something you can do. Oh, um, yeah. And those are all factors and it's florida the one <laughs> thing that makes me skeptical is i think you're you're vastly underrating the amount of geriatric people in tampa so i'm gonna go down to thirty thousand. you're gonna go down to thirty thousand. i'm okay, gonna cut I mean, your thing in half that's not i mean so how many people do you think were in a place to have a baby in tampa whatever you got <laughs> whatever you got like uh, a third less 200,000 then. You think 200,000 yeah. people. And then I think that 70,000 is a crazy high number. So I'm going to lower it a little bit more after that. Okay. And do you have an answer to this? That's for next episode. <laughs> Unless you have an answer you want to share with the, the fans now. Well, I have some data relevant to the 2008 financial crisis. Oh, that's not the same, but okay. Well, I'll hear it. It, it's relevant to what we were talking about. All uh, right. So, tell, tell me the babies from the, the, the recession. Uh, oh, and I have to filter this to the United States. Uh, Thank you. Oh, this is UN. Oh, okay. You know what? Yeah, I think you're right. It hasn't really. Uh, yeah, it hasn't changed that much. Uh, due to, like it's just, it's in general decline, but it didn't change that much due to the financial crisis. Hmm. Very interesting. In fact, mm-hmm. in general. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to give any more answers than I should for this episode. Okay, <laughs> we'll have to check back in next time. What I will say about the uh, recession and depression, too, is that it doesn't necessarily have the same effect on people's habits the way that a pandemic does. Um, there's certainly a lot of people that can go outside, a lot of people that just can choose to do different activities and different ways to react to financial pain. Coronavirus is more confusing, and it's also more limiting in obviously very direct ways. So I'm going to have a quick, (laughs) let's take a quick break from our sponsor. Okay, we're back. So I'm going to have a quick uh, fire round now where I'm going to give you a location and you ask me whatever you want to ask me. We'll pick a number and then we'll say adios. 
So, hmm. are you ready? Okay. Yes. My location. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Okay. My location is U.S. Continental Home Depots. Brought to you by Home Depot. Your Can question. I... Okay. <laughs> is. <laughs> So I think I'm a little confused. But I, I, I supply the question based on your location. Well, I'm giving you more time to think of a question is what I'm doing. Do you have a question for me? I Okay, I, I misunderstood that part. How about you repeat that entire thing? <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Round two. Who knows if I'll edit this out or just keep it in. So I'm going to ask you to give me a question. And I'm going to give you a location. The location that we'll start with is U.S. Continental Home Depots. Joey. Yes. How many people do you think went to Home Depot in the first week? of this whole coronavirus. Oh, wow. You really use the Home Depot against me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think that a majority of Americans have access by driving to a Home Depot. Yes, I think that I about 300 million Americans on the continent can drive or be driven to a Home Depot. The first week is hard to narrow down what counts as the first week, but if there's a first week of like toilet paper panic, I think it would like sort of align with that. Yeah. I have to be honest. I think so many people are fighting for other kinds of essentials and can't go like, don't have the confidence to do home repairs, but I think very few of those people are actually going to Home Depot. In fact, my sister Mm. went to a Lowe's, very similar, and she said it was almost empty. So Interesting. I'm going to say less than 1% of people went to Home Depot. I'm going to put it at just under 3 million Americans went to Home Depot on the first week of the corona panic. If you ask me what the second week is, might be more, might be less, but that's my answer. Three to you American. By the Home Depot. What do I you think, think, Hamilton? That is a high estimate for a normal weekend. Um, a weekend? Or week. I guess over the course of a week. Three million Americans? Uh, I guess I could go twice. I'm just thinking, like, how many Americans are going to go to Home Depot in the first place? New York, not very high. Um, Pennsylvania, maybe higher. So my uh, indirect experience from this whole thing was, like, sometime before people started quarantining in New York, someone went to Home Depot and they were like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people at Home Depot. Mm. So I assumed it would be much higher. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People just getting everything that they need or think they'll need to get. You think there's a hundred million Home Depot customers? No, I think that would be insane. And also <laughs> everyone would have gotten the coronavirus. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I think that a majority of Americans went to a grocery store or supermarket place the first week. Uh, I mean, yes. I I mean, yeah, probably. A lot of those are also like families that are like, you know what? Let's panic and have all of our family go. Because I went to Costco or I was going to go to Costco with Sophie yesterday. And the line on Costco literally snaked around the whole Costco building. Were they six feet separated? Yes, but it still snaked around. Yeah, I mean, Costco has a system for it because people are just going to keep coming. But it was Mm -hmm. still crazy that it was like looped around. Okay, so what's yeah. your what's your guesstimate going to be? For for this, I think so I, on the one hand, I think less people are going in a week in general. 3 million Americans, 3 million Americans going to Home Depot. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. 3 million Americans would go to Home Depot in a week. Um, you know I right. would then bring it to about 5 million. I would I would double the number. All right, Five, we're locking it million. in. Only thirty to 70,000 babies being made in Tampa during this whole shebang, but millions of happy Home Depot customers. That's, <laughs> that's episode two of Corona Estimates, where Corona. we handle the census and the coronavirus. Check back if you have answers, questions, or like the show. You can subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, what else is there? And any of your favorite feeds that use RSS. Leave a review and Johnny will thank you. Anything you want to plug, Hamilton? Uh, Casper Mattresses. You should all buy Casper Mattresses. (laughs) We're really hitting all the points here. For no particular reason, except that they're exceptional. And brand loyalty will be profoundly rewarded by Casper mattresses. Did 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 Sophie's mom really throw you for a loop when she asked if your (laughs) mattresses were organically made? I I am curious where the status of Casper mattresses like land in people's minds. Like where where does it rank? Uh, That's fair. So yes, I was a little thrown and a little bit. Uh, concern because if that's where what people are asking about Casper mattresses, then that is not a good sign for me. No, not quite. She's not the average consumer, but she is an interesting consumer. Okay, that's signing off. I'm stopping the recording.